Welcome back to the Florida Hockey Podcast, Justin Bedford alongside Noah Russo. And basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in, day- in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving a new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using promo code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with a DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup on the line. And baseball fans, you may have missed out on a season-long fantasy, so now is the time to get in on the Daily Fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Noah, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Just fantastic. Just fantastic. Uh, almost done with school, uh, which is great. But then it also means I got to move out of this house here. So that's going to be a pain in the ass. So. Yeah, it's I moving is the worst. Well, it's like, it's like I didn't move in with much stuff, but then like, yeah, on occasion, I will impulse buy stuff on like Amazon <laughs> Yeah, and so I got all this. Dude, you bought a hammock. Yeah, that was that, that was a late night, maybe one too many drinks. And I thought, oh, you know what I need right now? A hammock. <laughs> and honestly, one of the better decisions I've ever made. I won't lie. I love that thing. But yeah, definitely not looking forward to moving out. But should should be good. Excited to be done with school. And I mean and I mean hockey playoffs coming up. Nothing better than that. Yeah, um, I, it's it's gonna be interesting because I'm pretty sure the NHL is focused on finishing the season like full games for Vancouver. No. Yeah, which to me is just ridiculous. I mean, obviously JT Miller said something and about like them starting so soon. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he basically said, like, we're not ready. Like, we don't feel good. And, like, he made a lot of good points. He, he really did, yeah. Right. And it was nice because NHL players, historically, not the most outspoken. So it was nice that he was, you know, speaking, you know, 
what he believed in. And like, he's absolutely right. Like, I mean, they were hit so hard. Like, uh, yeah. And they're playing for nothing at this point. Like they're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but like essentially are. Yeah. I mean, the first team to be mathematically eliminated was none other than the Buffalo Sabres. Which is shocking to me. Absolutely shocking. Couldn't Tenth believe it. season. Yeah. And I mean, and Taylor Hall's already, you know, you know reached his goal total with the Sabres in like two games with the, with the Bruins. Yeah, two goals in three games. Yeah, so. Sabres fans just. No, no I mean, breaks. A rec- like 10 straight seasons without the postseason is brutal. Like, it, it's funny because I, I think it happened yesterday. And me and a, another guy were trying to figure out, like, what are the odds of that? If you tell yourself that, what, like, more or less odds are 50-50 every year making the playoffs or not? Like, obviously not taking into account, like, variables such as team quality. But still, like, if you're talking about, like, 0.005% chances of it happening or something. It's, yeah, it's impressive. Straight seasons. And it's not even, like, like, there have been other teams, like, even, like, I think the Oilers recently went, like, 10 straight years without the playoffs, right? But it's, like, at least in those last couple, like, it, like, it looked like it was going to be promising, right? Like, when they got McDavid and, and they had Dreisaitl, like, really, you know, pop off. But, like, the Sabres don't even look like they're anywhere close. No, like, not at all. Like, uh, God only knows where that franchise is going. I hope they get the first overall pick. Which, uh, which but, honestly, is going to be, like, a toss-up between five guys. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways you can go with it for first overall, so, like – it's it it would be very Buffalo like to get the first overall pick. Yeah, and, uh, and in this take, draft, in this particular draft. Yeah, like if, if if there was ever a year to not get the first overall pick, it's for sure this year. And Buffalo's gonna get it. Yeah, in all likelihood. And if they don't, that's also just tragic for them that they wouldn't have it. But yeah, I mean it's it's like when they they lost out on McDavid. I mean it's. It's weird to think like so many little things could have gone gone differently, and we probably would be talking about the Sabers as a playoff team right now. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you miss the playoffs for the tenth straight year, and you're in dead last. Really, like, with no like, it just seems terrible there right now. Yeah, I would not want to be in Buffalo. That being said. Brandon Montour managed to get out. Yeah, got out, gets him, you know, heads down to Florida and gets on the board early. Love it. Yeah, I mean, not going to say it's a goal that I'm going to rewatch like perpetually. I probably have seen it twice now, and that's enough. Um, but a goal is a goal. Well, not as that. Like, I was, I was going to bring this up too, is like, because we saw. You know, it's been a couple of games for some of these new guys and, and for some of them, Sam Bennett, his first game yesterday. Uh, you know, guys getting on the board early, nice. Uh, what have been your thoughts so far from the first couple? Really good. I mean, I, Gusev has been played on the power play. I really like the looks he's been getting. 
Um, I mean, Bennett has just this was his yesterday was his only game as a Panther so far, but got on the board twice with two assists. Um, I I think it's credit to Bill Zito and then Brandon Montour obviously getting the first goal of the game. Um, it's you couldn't ask for anything better from them. No, no, I mean Sam Bennett, like the the two assists yesterday is huge and great for him, but he also had five hits too, right? Like it's it was that that to me seemed like a typical like Sam Bennett game. Like that's Sam Bennett at his best is what he did yesterday, and he's got good line mates too, which is, is nice for him. And I think he said, you know, he didn't realize how good those guys were until he actually yeah. played with them, and he was like, oh, like these guys are like very good very good hockey players so <laughs> but and i feel like that, that's just the the general like that's the that's the general consensus around florida is you don't think of them as being good but they are you know and w- once you watch them once you see them play it's like oh okay i get it um so Really interesting that, that Bennett said that, and I really, really, like, it, it's so true. Well, yeah, I mean, like, him coming from Calgary, like, when, when you're playing, like, I'm guessing you're not watching a ton of teams all the time, right? Like, you, you'll tune them on, but Florida, you play them twice a year in a normal year, so your, your focus isn't on them, so it, it's definitely kind of unfamiliar for him because he's not watched, you know, he hasn't watched this team play probably hasn't watched them play that much this year. No, uh, not at all. When they've been so good. Um, and so, and I, I like that. And I think, you know, it's one game, but I think he, he gave you everything you wanted, you know, from Sam Bennett. Absolutely. And I think that I, it's the, the, the only downside of Sam Bennett doing well is that you're going to have to pay him at the end of the season. You're going to have to pay him, but I think you're banking on, like, the sample size is going to be small enough that, like, yeah. I don't think he can make a claim for a ridiculous amount of money if things go well. Like, I think you'll get him. I think you can still get him at or below market value on a, on a new deal. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. And I think given Bill Zito's history, I, I, I don't see that as being an issue. No, and, and, and that's the big, like, that was the big, like, that was the nice thing about the trade firm is that they had that control, right? Like they have RFA years with them. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just like giving up the picks and Emil Heineman to get a rental. Like he, he seems like the type of guy who could be a Panther for a long time. Yeah. I see he's filling in that number nine pretty well. Um, it was good to see him on the, on the Panthers. Uh, and I really cannot wait for, for playoff time because that's where that's where he shows up. Yeah, playoff Sam Bennett, different animal. Different animal. Like like growing up in Calgary, like I remember like like when he first got to the NHL and he like his first games were in the playoffs. And he was just a maniac out there. Like yeah. he was like he wasn't like obviously like he hadn't bulked up as much as you know, he's not as big as he was now. But he was just like playing with like reckless abandon out there, just physical all over the other team. Like he just looked like like he was just an absolute game breaker for them, really, for, for the Flames. 
and then he just never kind of recovered that in the regular season ever. Yeah, which I, there there was kind of there was a significant disconnect, right? Um, but I, it's so far so good with the Panthers in yeah. the regular season again. Incredibly point per game. Exactly. An incredibly small sample size. Incredibly small. <laughs> but like we can definitely overgeneralize and like confirm that he will be a two point per game player. Yeah, like yeah. Is he the next Mario? Maybe. He yeah, he just probably. might be, probably. But yeah. <laughs> I think I think yeah, you, you got yeah, you gotta like what you saw in that first game and you got to hope that playoff Bennett shows up, uh, which I think like, he obviously will. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, all, all the guys really were, were were good. And I think – and I like that they've been able to, like, you know, get some points here early because I think, you know, a new team, uh, it's got to feel good for the confidence for them, fitting in, settle in. Uh, so good for them, you know, especially Montour, you know, as a defenseman, getting that goal yesterday. Again, not highlight real material per se, but mm-hmm. but he gets one. So, uh, yeah, girl, good early in, like signs from from these guys. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, I mean, I mean, a bunch of the new players have been been. Hold on. I think you cut out. We, Yeah, I cut out because of your Wi-Fi. Do you want oh. me to try do you want me to try doing Oh you you're cutting out again. No camera? Yeah, we got no camera. We'll see how it goes. I know what you look like. I don't need to see you. Is this good? Is this it? Is it? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you too. Well, sorry about that. You know, it's doing this on the internet. Our internet is shit here. So you don't have to fucking tell me. I know for all the listeners. So they know. Because I'm not going to. We're just going to leave this in. Okay, cool. Enjoy guys. Yeah, it looks like I have have no editing abilities. Of course, I'm leaving this in. Like, like, whatever. Uh, Now the trick is, was this part of the podcast or not? Like, did we plan for this, you know? Um, Yes and no, I mean. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I'll never tell. Yeah, for sure. We definitely planned on having technical issues. (laughs) It's that kind of show. Uh, But. Anyways, we were talking about the Panthers. Well, that's good. This is a Panthers uh, podcast. So the new guys have been showing up. The new guys have been showing up, but. Not only that, they beat Tampa Bay. Well, that, that was the other thing, too, is that Tampa Bay, one of those teams that's kind of had the Panthers number this year, and it just seemed like no matter how good they were doing, like they were just still struggling against Tampa Bay. New guys come in, and, and they get a win. They and do. I mean, um, it's, and it, it means a lot for the standings. Yeah, it means a lot for the standings because – it's it's anyone's guess really at this point. Like that, those top three teams, like what the final order ends up being, is going to be really interesting to see. Yeah. the The only thing is the Panthers have played more games than the other guys, 
Uh, Tampa has one game in hand, and then Carolina has two. So we'll, we'll we'll see how that shapes up, like moving forward. But Florida is in a great spot right now. Yeah, they're in a good spot, and it it's going to be a, a big fight down at the end. But you look at you look at the division right now, the way the standings are shaping up, and like first place in the division is huge. If you finish second or third and you're playing playing each other, like like it's gonna be two good teams in that series. But if you yeah. but if you can come first and you're probably getting like Nashville. Nashville. Like that's a much yeah, I more think in- Na- I think Nashville's in a uh or Dallas. But here's the thing, I'm not sure I would like to see Dallas in the first round. Yeah, I don't think I'd like to see Dallas, but I think I'd like to see Dallas over Tampa or Carolina. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, undeniably yeah like what like what would be your well like if okay if you could pick from those from dallas nashville tampa carolina who do, who do you want in the first round nashville without a doubt it's... see to me it's tricky right. because i think yes but like nashville's kind of goalied the panthers a couple times this year like uc sorrows yeah, but and that just I like but feel I can't help but feel that in a playoff series that wouldn't really be possible. Did you watch you the playoffs that... last year? It was like Anton Kadobin. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. I don't understand that. That's my point, though, is it doesn't make sense. It can just happen. But, yeah, that's a good point. And like, if any, like. Yeah, but UC Soros hasn't seen Montour, Bennett, or Gusev. That is true. Actually, he's probably he's probably seen Gusev. Well, anyways, I mean, with the Panthers this season. Yeah, no, like, like there is that, but like that, like that, that that's like the only like, there, like uh, it's, that that, yeah. that worries me. Uh, didn't they get goalied without Barkov though? Yeah, but they like they had all the power plays. Like they just yeah. they were and, like they dominated and couldn't get it done. Like and I was like two games too. Where so so w- would you prefer another team instead of Nashville? Uh no, I'd probably want Nashville. Yeah. All that being said, yeah, I still probably want Nashville. I mean, Tampa, I mean if Tampa, I could have Chicago, I'd take Chicago. Yeah, I'd take Chicago too. Like ideally, but. They're they're probably not going to make it, and I mean, it's tough. I mean, Tampa like Tampa Bay probably not. Carolina, interesting one, because very good team, and Vinny Trocheck has been a Panthers killer this year. But he has like just going off, and I mean, love to see him succeed, but perhaps not at the expense of the Panthers would be nice. Exactly. Just, 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 you know, my thoughts. But their goaltending is probably the biggest question mark of all the teams. Yeah. Like Nadelkovic's been good, but like, but the Panthers have been able to, like, you know, find something against them. So tough to say, but yeah, I think Nashville probably the team I want. Uh, Probably want most just because. You know, I've, I've liked the Panthers when they played them, and really the reasons they've lost has been the other team's goalie. So I feel 
I feel like, yeah, they got, they got the best shot probably against them. But to make that happen, they need to they need to secure that first seed. And Dallas has got to, you know, have a nice stretch here. Or not Dallas, yeah. Nashville. Nashville's got I, I, that fourth that race for the, the the fourth and final spot in the division to make the playoffs, I think, is going to be a fantastic, fantastic race. Yeah, I mean, because because most of the divisions, like it's kind of. It's kind of getting, you know, the, the standings are slowly like evening out where you know m- how most of the divisions are going to shape up roughly. And mm-hmm. but, but there, there is still some question marks here and there. Like, and it's going to be, it's going to be a real interesting finish for, for sure. And an exciting yeah. one. And uh, there's a few divisions like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking up UC Saros right now. His birthday's tomorrow. Interesting. Oh. Well, reluctant happy birthday to UC Saros. Yeah, yeah, and you know, good for him. Turns turns twenty six. Uh, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's oh, gonna he's be only twenty six. F- well, he's twenty five right now. Well, yeah, yeah, I thought he was a, a little older than that. I'm surprised. It's weird. He's like been around for forever. Kinda. Yeah. Good job on Nashville for for that. Yeah, yeah, and then, he, he's terrific. Yeah, and then uh, basically that Askarov could come in in what, like three years? Yeah, like it's yeah, Nashville does well with the goalies. Yeah, no doubt about that. I mean, but the Pekka Rene draft story is something else, right? Yeah, that is that is probably one of my favorite draft stories. Like that is just so absurd. Would would you mind just, just yeah, so giving like was, a brief um, overview of what, what happened? Oh man, I can't I can't even remember who the the scout was, but they were going to watch a game in I Finland. Was not expecting you to know the scout. No, but like I feel like I should because I've seen like a video on it. I want to say I it feel was, like, like it's relevant to this. Yeah, I don't I know. Like it doesn't uh, matter. I don't know. I feel it's like Ray Shiro or like someone like that. But okay, basically they were going to scout a game in Finland. Uh. And, like, he got a text from his, like, buddy, and he was, like, just so you know, like, we got to get there early before the game. Like, we got to get there before warm-ups. And the guy's, like, why? Like, usually we just kind of show up, like, around puck drop and get it going. He's, like, well, the guy we're looking at is not playing tonight, so our only chance to watch him <laughs> is going to be in warm-up. And it was Pecorine because he was playing behind Nicholas Backstrom, who used to play for the Wild and was, like, very good back in the day. Yeah, and and so so they scouted him in warm up, and Rene knew that, so he just went, like, went off in the warm up. <laughs> Essentially, he was just trying. I mean, that's crazy, dude. The thing that Which, you got, yeah, yeah, that you got that kind of player in that round. Yeah, kind of crazy. And like, and could you imagine, like, you're you're like just like a regular hockey fan at that game, and you're just watching Pekka like try as hard as possible and warm up like just bizarre like crazy draft story but yeah i don't know yeah nashville like uc soros man he scares me in the playoffs yeah that that's that's a valid concern that's 
but we, we, we've said it we we've said it a lot. I mean that that's what playoffs kind of come down to is whether or not your your goalie gets hot and is able to to carry the team. And it's going to be really interesting to see how Bobrovsky handles it because un, unless Bobrovsky's not playing well, Drieger's not getting a start in the playoff. It's going to be no, really I think, interesting. I think he is actually. though. Like Chris- I think they will. Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll split because like, you'll have at least one back to back. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Is like you got to feel like you got to have that relative level of confidence in both your guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other aspect too is like Spencer Knight is with the team, and we, you know, we were told he would play at some point. We have yet to see him. Uh, that's yeah. Well, we said they're they're not going to put him up against uh, uh, Tampa Bay. That just would not make sense. That would be pure just cynicism. Um, but I would look for him to maybe play against, I, they they have a back-to-back against Columbus coming up tomorrow and Tuesday. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They got the games. Columbus is not in a playoff spot. Not even close. And Columbus isn't like a good team by any means, but they're not a bad team either. So. Well, they're not like – I mean, their record this year is terrible. Yeah, but – Like, they are marginally better than the Wings right now. Yeah, big yikes. Um, but – They also play they, – they also still have to play Chicago. Chicago twice. Uh, yeah, so I would, I would look for Spencer Knight to play against either Columbus or Chicago. I really hope it happens. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they said they were going to do it. I hope they, they follow through on that because, yeah, I can't wait to see the kid play. But I like that they have, like, you know, a bit more time to, like, integrate with the team and, and you know, get get more adjusted for sure. But, wow. but man, I yeah, I just want to see what he can do because he is so good. So good, and I can't. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Um, last thing here, no, I wanted to talk about. Uh, so Panthers making all these additions at the deadline. A couple of them gonna be long term pieces for this team, based on you know what they gave up and you know the RFA status of, of Sam Bennett. Uh, just looking ahead quickly. And we'll go into that in a later episode. But looking at the expansion draft, do you envision this team going with the seven three and one or with the four four and one for protecting players? There's a lot of expiring contracts. Um, I think we'll see seven three and one. It's just like I haven't looked into it yet, but that would be. Because on defense, you'll want to protect Aaron Ekblad, obviously, uh, Mackenzie Weger. And, and then is there, like, who's who's your other defenseman at that point that you, that you protect? Like, Well, here's the thing. I got it up, pulled up now. Because like, you're, you're obviously not protecting Keith Yandel. He's no move uh, clause. Actually, I don't even know. Oh, God darn it. He could wave it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's not going to waive it though. Well, like that's what makes it complicated because in theory, with contracts aside, you, you're fine. 
keep whoever, but they have, they have two no move clauses on the team right now, which could potentially be an issue. Like Huberto has one. That's fine. Deserves it. Should be protect, like hundred percent protected, but Keith Yandel has a no move and Bobrovsky has a no move. And that could potentially be an issue. But let's say, yeah, you do, you do, let's say you do Yandel, Ekblad, and Uyghur for sure. And then up front, you do Huberto, Barkov, you probably protect Sam Bennett, Carter Hagee, you got to protect. So, like, it really, it would really come down to do you want to keep Montour or Gudis or like any of those guys? or even Gustav Forsling, who has a terrific year this year, or Vitrano, Wenberg, Duclair, or Achari. Yeah, it's it's going to have to be 7-3-1 and one for me. I just – I can't see a scenario in which it, it, it makes more sense to do 4-4-1. Four and four and one. I, I don't – that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think, I think you got to go 7-3. I think you probably treat Brandon Montour as a rental at this point and don't re-sign him. Or if you do sign him after the, the date. Uh, but even if you do sign him and lose him to the expansion draft, like you're losing, you're, you're losing Montour. I no offense to the guy, but he's not a big loss. Not a huge like, loss, but you, you figure that if it's not him, it's going to be somebody else anyways. So it's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't think, first of all, I don't think Montour would resign without having like, without having certainty that he would be protected in the expansion draft. Yeah. Like, again, and we historically, the Panthers have not done great with expansion drafts. Uh, but they, yeah, they could also send a pick or something Seattle's way to gain a little extra protection. Oh, our friend Matt Anton Strawman also has a modified node trade clause. He does, but he doesn't have to be protected. It's a 16 team no trade list. Okay, he doesn't have to be protected though. That's nice. no, no, I'm on the cap friendly tool right now, which is like, yeah, yeah, the best. Like, Oh, and then obviously you don't have to you don't have to protect your guys like Owen Tippett, Gusev, Gusev, Senko, well, like yeah, yeah, yeah. All those younger players that are still on ELCs. All the younger players and Gusev are fine. Why is Gusev fine? Uh, I think it's like a minimum Gusev. games played thing. Oh, cool. I was gonna say his contract's up at the end of the year. I know it's it, up so at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay, so assuming you go seven and three. Right, seven, three, and one. You can ask Bobrovsky to waive his null move, but he probably won't because why would he? Uh, you three D take Ekblad. You can ask Yandel to waive his two, and then maybe protect Montour or Forsling. Or realistically, if you're if you're Keith Yandel or if you're Sergey Bobrovsky, even if you you waive your your no movement clauses, you're you're still you're not getting picked up. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a there's, safe, safe, safe bet. I think if you're Borovsky, it's safe, safe. I think Keith Yandel, like there, there's a chance. 
because Seattle's going to need to hit but the cap for it. Seattle, Seattle's so big into analytics. I just don't see it. You know, they're big into analytics, and, like, Vegas was really into analytics, too, when they, they did their expansion draft. But there was a couple guys that, like, they very much took because of intangible reasons. And, like, yeah. I think having Keith Lander as a leader for, for a new franchise, like, he could be that guy, like, kind of like Derek Englund. Funniest guy in the NHL. Funniest yeah. guy in the NHL, you know, just just the absolute best. The best there is. He's the Panthers NHL PA rep, which I learned this week when I was oh, reading. Cool. Yeah. Also, did you know that the Pittsburgh Penguins assistant NHL PA rep is Mike Matheson? Their alternate. Wow. Good for him. Good for him getting on the board. New guy shows up. Instant responsibility. <laughs> but so like keep the end of like, I think like if you're Seattle and you're trying to hit the cow four and you're like, hey, this guy could run our power play and he'll he'll be great in the room. You know? Yeah. They have a big, big, big uh, task ahead of them. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like for for this day, let's say you're covering, you protect Uyghur, Yandel, Ekblad. It's your D, Bobrovsky or Drieger, Bobrovsky waves. Then your forwards, like like what seven forwards do you protect? Uh, so obviously the, the, the two guys, um, Huberto and Barkov, um, you're protecting Sam Bennett most likely, like definitely, um, but Toronto, uh, Duclair, depending on his contract situation after, yeah. um, Verhage, sorry, Carter Verhage. Uh, you'll we'll probably protect Hornquist. I don't think they will. No, because I, I don't think it's likely he gets taken, and the cap savings. I don't even remember. Are the do do teams like disclose who they're protecting and who they're not protecting? I can't remember. Like, like they do have to submit their list. Is it public? Yeah. Okay. I, I really can't remember how, how Vegas did it. It was. Yeah. No, they, they, I think it was like a certain, I forget what the, the time is, but like at a certain point, like before the actual draft, they have to submit a list, which is public. It's to who's available and who's not. Um, it only interesting. I think right now, I think the most likely player to get claimed from the Panthers is probably, I think it might be Mason Marchman. Yeah. Like if I was Seattle, like so like I I, I got the cap friendly tool here. I'm I'm covering Ekblad, Yandel, Uyghur, Bobrovsky or Drieger, but let's say Drieger for this Bobrovsky waves. And then your forwards, like I think Mason Marshall, if you're going if they like Seattle wanted to go forward, I think they went defense. I think you'd probably go Gustav Forsling. Honestly, and those are two guys I'm I'm okay with losing. No, I'd be very upset about it. No, I know you would. Um, but uh, it seems much better outcome than the first time around. Yeah, like I think either way, you're, you're going to look at it as probably better than the last expansion draft. 
Absolutely. And if it's not, then they really fucked up. <laughs> Again. But I really gotta be good. I mean, I think in a later episode, we'll probably go through and like, you know, make our we'll, picks. We'll do for it like properly. Each. Yeah. Well, we can do it for each team. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because it's really interesting. Like, there's some teams where it like, it's like it's so e- like it's so easy. And then there are some teams where it's like, man, like there are yeah. gonna be some good players out there. But yeah. like, but like if you're like the Ottawa Senators, like you like can protect like everyone you want and then some. Like they have no issues there. It's gonna be Yeah, it'll be very Exciting. interesting. I'm yeah, I think it's gonna be really cool. Yeah, and I think that the, the like the expansion draft too. Like, I think that was definitely a factor and maybe less activity at this year's deadline too. Where, you know, there are some teams like some teams do like to get rentals, but there are teams who like to get players with a bit of term. But bringing in a guy, like a player like that this year could be an issue because then you have to protect them or lose them in the expansion. So I would assume that was a factor for maybe some teams not going out and, and making a big splash. But yeah. Super exciting. I make, I'm also interested to see what the market is going to be for teams that kind of bribe Seattle and in, into taking the player they want. Well, and that's the other like element of it too, is that a lot, like there are teams that have moved their first rounders. And I'd imagine that would be at the top of Seattle's list of things that are looking to acquire is more first round draft picks. So like if I was a team at this year's deadline, like I think I'm trying to hold on to my first round draft pick just in case I want to want to protect a couple extra guys. And like, it's, it's a first round draft pick in this year's draft where it's like, who's even good. Why not? Yeah. Why not? So it, it'll, it'll be interesting. We'll have it'll, to wait and see. As always, we just sit here, we wait, we see. Uh, and in the meantime, we just, you know, enjoy this little run the Panthers are on. And see how far they can take this thing. See how the new guys do. Uh, we'll have more on them in the next episode, which will be on, I guess, Thursday. It's always Thursday. I always forget what day the episodes come out. It's, I don't know how. But, <laughs> but Thursday, new episode. I don't know. We'll figure out something to talk about. Maybe we'll get someone else on the pod too. Mix it up. Uh, but thank you to everyone mm-hmm. tuning in, listening to today's episode uh and we will see you all on thursday